before the season even started, I knew Duvall was going to be back on our team somehow, some way. I just knew it. Mike Trout might be one of the safest bets in history, to be honest. As soon as that happened, it's like Javante Davis turned a switch and he went into kill mode. And Terrence Crawford, um, there's an argument that he might be the most feared man in boxing right now. Not really seeing many names stepping up, calling him out. If the MLB doesn't do something about it soon, uh, we could potentially be looking at another, maybe like a mini steroid era scandal on the MLB. Welcome to the All Takes No Whiffs podcast. Here are your hosts, Christian and A. Hindi. Welcome back to another episode of the All Takes No Whiffs podcast. Hi, I'm Alex, and that's Christian, and we're back with another great episode for this week. But before we get started, Make sure y'all like, make sure y'all subscribe, and make sure y'all turn on notifications uh, to know that when we post new content. And also, uh, we are probably going to be doing baseball and boxing videos separate for now on, just so we can talk more about uh, these things. We don't want to cram about 30 minutes of 15 to 15 into each one, so just wanted to let y'all know. Yeah, it's always nice to get a little more in-depth into these respective sports, so we feel like that's the move. But as for this week's boxing episode, we're going to be recapping Dimitri Bivol whooping Gilberto Ramirez. We're also going to be previewing Montana Love versus Stevie Spark, as well as a fiasco going on between Ricky Hatton and Marco Antonio Barrera. Um, I was surprised when I saw that, but yeah, uh, interesting week of boxing coming up, and let's get into it. As for the fight that headlined last weekend... He had Dimitri Vivol making his return to the ring after defeating Canelo Alvarez, taking on another Mexican star in Gilberto Ramirez. And to be honest with you, uh, this fight played out exactly as expected. Uh, Ramirez has a pretty padded record um, up to this fight. And to be honest with you, Vivol exposed that. Uh, he showed that there's levels to this. And to be honest with you, he was just way too active for Ramirez to get anything going. Um, Bivol, he was the sharper fighter. He was the faster one. And just like in the Canelo Alvarez fight, he was throwing punches and bunches, which really got in the way of Ramirez getting any work in, to be honest with you. And it was a dominant performance from Bivol, as expected, to be honest, though, because Bivol, he really is like that. And people need to start acknowledging that. Yeah, I mean, I think you hit a spot on, to be honest. Um, I really don't think there's too much more for me to say about it because you really did hit it spot on. But, I mean, Bivol just looked absolute dominant in this fight. Like you said, I mean, there's levels to it. And Dimitri Bivol is just way, way above where Gilberto Ramirez is. And I'm just kind of interested to see who Bivol is going to be fighting next because there's, there's some interesting names out there. And I know there's one uh, for sure, but Christian, who do you want to see Bivol fight next? Better be of Arthur better be of as, as that's like high key, the biggest fight in boxing now that Spence Crawford, uh, probably not going to happen anytime soon. I don't know exactly what's on the schedule for better be of, but Bivol, he just cleared it up. He's, he's free to do his thing, but that's, that's the biggest fight that I feel like Bivol could get into right now. Or if he wants, he can egg on Canelo for another payday. That'd be dope to see. But Canelo would take the L in that fight again. So better be of that that's the main thing I want to see from Bivol because I feel like Bivol could beat him. 
Yeah, and before we kind of get a little more into that, uh, I mean, do you have any interest in Canelo versus him again? Because, I mean, I, I think it would just be the same result. Hmm. Uh, it's not that I'm not interested in it or that I'm too interested in it. It's just I feel like that's something Canelo would probably want to avenge. And to be honest with you, I, I think when it comes to pride – uh, that's gonna that's gonna be a big factor. At the same time, uh, if you look at it realistically, Bivol's just too big for him. I don't I don't think Canelo's got enough to really put a dent in him. Like I don't think he can daze him. To be honest with you, let alone knock him out. Bivol he's got a chin as well. Uh, I think that that goes a little unnoticed because of how clean he's usually boxing. But yeah, no, I don't think Canelo should take that fight. To be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm the same way. I just think he needs to stay where he's at. I mean, I don't think he needs to move up any further. Uh, just stay where you're at. Um, you're undisputed down there. Um, you got plenty of people to fight down there too. Um, it just really doesn't make sense unless he just wants to avenge that loss. Which, like you said, the pride may get in the way of that. But um, moving on to uh, Bevel and Better Bev. I mean, like you said. This is the biggest fight for right now, uh, to because Spence and Crawford is off. But well, what are your initial thoughts on this fight? Like to be honest with you, I could see it going one of two ways. Really, uh, the way I'm more likely feel like it would go is if Bivol goes into that fight, um, similar to how he's performed against Ramirez and Canelo. Um, I think Bivol could definitely outbox him for a decision because better be is only getting older uh Bivol still relatively in his prime and i just I, the way i've Bivol has showcased his skills in his past couple of fights it's it's been known that he's like that but he's put it out to the general public like yeah i'm one of these guys when it comes to boxing and the other way i could see it playing out is it's a competitive fight with be uh Better be of breaking Bivol down in the late rounds, but better be of getting older. The only thing is the way he hits it, it's just different. Like his power is different. So I could never count him out, but I would honestly favor Bivol in that. Do you think better be of has any chance of knocking him out? Because I mean, yeah. no yeah. one's really come close to knocking out Bivol, though. I mean, that defense is unreal. Yeah, when when your punches sound like thuds compared to you know like how gloves regularly sound, um, I I I'd give you a chance against any boxer. Honestly, if, I feel like I feel like better BF could put down Deontay Wilder if he caught him clean enough. Like just Deont the only reason I said Deontay Wilder is because he's a lighter heavyweight, but still I think his par his power would carry on to like a guy who's like two hundred ten pounds. I think they could get dropped by better BF. It's like that. Oh, yeah, I mean, I definitely see that. He's got some raw power and some vicious power. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I hope that happens here soon. And Bevel got himself a, a nice little dominant dub here this past weekend. Looking forward to what's in store for Bevel because one of those guys. Oh, yeah. And to start the preview for the fights for this upcoming weekend, uh, we have Montana Love is fighting Stevie Spark for the vacant WBA Intercontinental Super Lightweight Championship. And 
this will be a pretty interesting fight. Uh, Montana Love, he's one of those guys who I wouldn't say is the best in his division, but is not one of those average guys. He's pretty good. Um, I like what I've seen from him so far. And one thing that I really like that I've seen from him recently is he's getting some more knockouts. Yeah, I feel that. I, I know I know you got your thoughts on Montana Love. Uh, don't blame me for that. He's definitely one of those fighters who are uh, very confident and they make it shown, which I, I respect. But to be honest with you, the only thing I don't respect is that he hasn't necessarily gotten to that level yet. So it's like if he feels that he is that level of fighter, do, do what you got to do. But um, I, I, I want to see him in a situation – like this fight, for example, like it, this is a nice step up, uh, not a world title, but nice intercontinental title to set yourself up for potential future bouts for a world title. But I feel like Montana Love is, he is talented. He's definitely a talented fighter. Um, you know, he's just one of those guys that, you know, he just likes to let it be known. And nice some people talk. feel a certain, yeah, some people feel a certain way about it, but hey. Talk yourself up if you feel that way. I'm, I'm not going to say nothing. But he's up against Stevie Spark with who, all due respect, record looks interesting. You know, all, all of his wins except one by knockout. Um, he's been put out two times, though. So, uh, Montana Love, I, I just feel like, from what I'm seeing right now, I feel like this is going to be a uh, difference in skill that's going to be a little too drastic. And, honestly, I think Montana Love is going to get it done. Yeah, I think he's going to get this done, too. Um, Stevie Spark looks like he's a pretty decent boxer, honestly. I mean, 14 knockouts and 15 wins. I mean, that's pretty damn good, to be honest. But um, Montana Love uh, does look like he's pretty good. Um, I, I like really like what I see from him at times. Um, he does look a little uh, wonky at some times. But, I mean, that's just a lot of these guys who are not really fighting all these big names yet. And that's where I kind of want to see him. Like Christian said, I want to see him fight someone a little a – little more, a little more to their name. Um, I mean, with all that talk, like Christian's been saying, he's a very confident dude, and he likes to talk his shit. So, um, and I, I like that honestly in a fighter too. Um, I, I want to, I like the confidence, but I do want to see him fight some better people. But I do think that he's going to get a nice little decision out of this. Yeah, to be honest with you, I'm going to go for a nice little stoppage. Uh, seems like with Stevie Spark, he's going to go for it with a knockout as that's what takes up the majority of his resume and Montana love, uh, off the dome, him being the better boxer. Um, I think when it comes down to the championship rounds, if he, they even reach that, uh, he's going to, he's going to tire Stevie Spark out. And I think he's going to get a late round stoppage round eight. That's what I'm guessing. I can definitely see that. I can definitely see that. You make some good points, too. I mean, this guy probably going to go all out, and then Montana Love going to catch him at one point. I can definitely see that. I can definitely – he's definitely going to get a knockdown at some point in this fight. I can see that for sure. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, probably going to catch Stevie Spark coming in, you know, sending it. And it's going to be a clean little counter. I'm, I'm already kind of envisioning it. But, yeah, uh, Montana Love fighting this weekend coming up. I'm looking forward to that. But as for this weekend, um, <laughs> this Friday, there is something going on. It's just weird all around. I, I was looking up fights coming up this weekend. And tell me why I see Ricky Hatton and Marco Antonio Barrera. 
scheduled for a fight. And I'm just like, what? These are two guys that have fought a really long time ago. Took a relatively good amount of damage in their career while we're at it. Um, maybe Ricky Hatton a little more than Barrera for fans who remember, because, you know, Hatton's face-planted corners. He's been put out cold, frozen by Pacquiao left hands. Yeah, I don't know why these guys are in the ring, but another thing that's weird, initially I saw that it was for 12 rounds, and I was scared. Um, (laughs) We found out that it was eight rounds, so it's going to be an interesting exhibition. I'm going to be honest, not necessarily looking forward to it because it's probably not going to be the prettiest boxing, but I'm glad to say that we have one legend and a solid fighter from the 2000s in the ring together. It's going to be a blast for the from the past, if you want to say. But <laughs> Marco Antonio Barrera, he's the legend, by the way. Uh, Ricky Hatton was a solid fighter, but I don't have any any more thoughts other than this. What do you think, Alex? Because I mean, it's it. This will be a nice little scrap, honestly. I mean, some guys later on in their uh, professional careers, um, like you said, one legend. But I'm not really too interested in watching this, to be honest. But it is kind of interesting to talk about. Um, I mean, like everything you said earlier. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there's not really too much more to talk about this fight, but. How do you think this fight is going to go? Who do, you, who do you think is going to win this fight? My official prediction on this exhibition where no knack, knockouts are probably a rule. Huh. I'm going to go with a decision for nobody. <laughs> no, I'm playing. But I'm going to favor Marco Antonio Barrera, I guess, because if we're going off their careers, he's way better boxer. Uh, defeated way better names. Ricky Hatton got done dirty by people who Barrera made it competitive with. He was part of one of the greatest trilogies ever with Eric Morales. Um, and just people that he's beaten uh, objectively better than Ricky Hatton's resume, to be honest with you. So it's a little funny just breaking down this fight to that level. But yeah, uh, Marco Antonio Barrera going to get this in a sad, it's going to be a sad watch in my opinion. Yeah, I think Vray is going to do – I think he's going to get a nice decision for this too. Um, like you said, probably a no knockout going on in this. So, I mean, this is just going to be one very interesting fight. Um, maybe one of them needs some money. I don't know. But that's kind of what I was thinking when I saw this. But, I mean, maybe these guys just want to put on a show for everyone. Um, it is on a pretty decent card, to be honest. Um, I'm not really too familiar with anybody on this card, but it's been scrolling at the bottom of the screen the entire time. <laughs> yeah, and another weird thing about it, I'm pretty sure this card starts at 2 p.m. on Friday. Yeah, it starts at 2 p.m. on Friday. It's over in the U.K., so it's it's this whole is thing is just weird. <laughs> yeah, weird. Uh, yeah, uh, enough of that fight. We're just going to be talking about... A couple of fights that have been recently signed uh, before we wrap things up. Recently, um, a fight that was brewing for a while now was officially signed. You got David Benavidez up against Caleb Plant. I'm really looking forward to that one because these guys have been talking a lot of smack back and forth for a while. And 
it's it's going to be interesting because, you know, Caleb Plant coming off of that nice knockout win over Anthony Durrell, and David Benavidez won his first world title over Anthony Durrell. So um, I think th- these two guys are both very capable fighters, uh, two styles that I feel like match up pretty well. It's it's going to be like a nice little cat and mouse uh, action, I feel like, but we got that to look forward to. I can't wait for that one. No, I can't either. Caleb Plant looked so much better in his last fight. Um, I really liked what I saw from him. The power looked there. He said he even felt a lot stronger too, and he felt a lot better since he moved up. Um, but this is a fight I'm really looking forward to. David Benavides, uh, just one of the best knockout artists there are right now, and I'm really, really looking forward to this fight. And I can't wait to watch this fight uh, early 2023. We got another fight that was signed as well. Um not too big on this one uh i feel like this guy this guy has been all over the place lately uh tyson fury has signed for a rematch against Derek chisora for some reason um fury is doing this thing right now he's just staying active i guess uh for what i don't know why um hopefully it's to line up an undisputed fight with Usyk down the line but that's been stalled for too long i feel like mandatories are gonna get in the way of that but nobody wants to see him fight Derek Chisora again. You got Chisora, who in his last fight went life and death with another guy who's on his way out in Kubrick Pulev. Um, yeah, I don't know what Fury is really doing right now, but that's a thing that's happening, I guess. Yeah, I'm not really too interested in this fight, but I mean, it's still Tyson Fury. Um It'll be a real interesting fight. It's hopefully it'll set up some other stuff. Um, I know Usyk is definitely ready to fight Fury. Um, I know his camp came out today and said that everything is ready and signed on their side. It's just that whenever Fury is ready uh, and if they can get his side right, then the fight will be on. But we'll have to wait until after. This fight, he is going up against Chisora. Um, hopefully, it'll set up against Usyk or honestly just anybody better than Chisora because this is definitely the fight we did not expect uh, Fury to be taken. Yeah, and if I'm going to give Fury slack for this, um, it's a similar situation I got to bring up again just because of disappointment. Spence versus Crawford is off. Uh, that, that is very, very unfortunate for boxing. But, you know, hopefully we could see it next year. Um, I'm going to be honest, 2023 is my absolute limit for waiting for this fight. If it doesn't get made for next year, then I, I give up on that fight. But hopefully that's not the case. And that does it for another episode of All Takes No Wist podcast. We had another great time talking about some of these fights and what's up next for Bevel. Um, some of these fights this weekend uh, got some pretty interesting ones. Uh, Montana Love taking on Stevie Spark, uh, and then Ricky Hatton taking on Marco Antonio Berea. So we'll we'll be uh, seeing how these goes this weekend. Um, I know that we we're we're looking forward to these a little bit. But before we get out of here, make sure y'all like, make sure y'all subscribe, and make sure y'all turn on notifications uh, to know that when we post new videos. And also, you can follow us at ATNW Podcast on Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, wherever we are. And you can also follow mine at ahandy2215. And you can also find my Twitter and Instagram at Christian underscore S52. And that does it for this episode. Looking forward to the baseball one. Peace. Peace.